Hi, Hillcrest family. This is Angela Rounds. Thank you so much for joining me for Fresh Prayer tonight, where we can pray for our nation, we can pray for our church, and we pray for the church, um, the body of Christ. Uh, we need to continually be lifting each other up, uh, lifting up our nation in prayer. Um, so I'm so glad you could be with me. Unfortunately, Lisa Langford isn't here, but we'll, we'll pray for her as well. Um, but I'm going to jump right in. I was asking the Lord this morning what it was that he wanted me to share or say. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't getting anything for a while, but then at one point I felt really strongly like he just said, talk about me, like talk about the Holy Spirit, the, the third person of the Trinity, talk about my role in the life of, uh, the believer. So I probably don't need to tell you all this, but um, the Holy Spirit is the way we can become intimate with the Lord. Um, it's the very best way to know him. And, and thankfully, um, when Jesus left this earth, he left his Holy Spirit here uh, with, with believers, not just his disciples, not just the apostles, but um, the promise was for us as well. Um, and any believer that comes after that, he will live with us and abide in us. Um, so we have his spirit in us. And a lot of times in my life, I feel like I don't take advantage of his leading or his direction, or I miss it because I'm trying to do things my way. And so I feel like what the Lord wanted me to share is like, how, how can we be led continually by him? Uh, because in this day and age, in any day and age, but in this day and age, um, it's so important that we are we are being led uh, by the Holy Spirit so we don't fall into deception. We aren't um, led astray. Um, the cares of this world don't uh, weigh us down and detract from uh, Christ, from Jesus Christ himself. Uh, so that's that's what we're going we're gonna, to um, talk about and kind of pray on. Um, and I want to start by reading um, John chapter 14 verses 15 through 27 where Jesus just he talks about his Holy Spirit um, coming to be with the disciples after he's gone and they didn't understand what was happening at that point but um, afterward he said you will recall because the Holy Spirit will bring to mind what it is I have said to you um, and that was his promise so I'm gonna start there um, Jesus said if you love me keep my commands and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Okay, then it talks about Judas Iscariot. Um, I'm sorry, not Judas Iscariot, the other Judas. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world? Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and he will come to them and we will make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. 
These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Um, I just find it so comforting that Jesus, when he left this earth, said, um, knowing what was going to happen and, and how things were going to play out for himself and for his disciples, said, don't be afraid. Um, you have my Holy Spirit and I'm sending him to be with you um, and to comfort you and to lead you into all truth. And so I feel like as believers, we, we need to take advantage, full advantage of of the Holy Spirit um, and just be really sensitive to his leading in our, our, our own lives because God cares about every intimate detail in our lives and um, has given us his Holy Spirit to, to guide us. So we have a guide um, as believers in Christ um, and we're never alone. So that's super comforting to me <laughs> because I need him all the time. Um, so I found a devotional um, just kind of by chance. It was sitting in my uh, devotionals on my YouVersion Bible on my phone. Um, and I hadn't opened it yet. I had kind of set it aside. Um, but the name of it is, Who is the Holy Spirit? And it's a Switch devotional. And I feel like it's kind of geared toward young adults. Um, but there were a couple kind of good things in here that I wanted to... Uh, pull out. So I'm just going to read a little bit from here about the Holy Spirit. So how do we know it's actually the Holy Spirit's voice in our head? It's not as hard as you think. Remember that God wants to speak to you and he built you to hear his voice. And when you hear or feel something you think might be God, you can run it through a few simple tests to be sure. First, test it against the Bible. Is that voice in your head asking you to do something that doesn't match up with God's character as described in the Bible? If so, it's probably not the Holy Spirit. God never lies. And God will never direct us to sin or to make wrong choices. He loves humanity deeply, even the people that you don't like. So sometimes he'll ask us to do things that we're sort of uncomfortable with, like giving someone a second chance after they've hurt you, or going out of your way to encourage someone that you just rather ignore. And that's why reading the Bible is so important. The Holy Spirit can use what you read in the Bible to teach you about God's character so that when you hear his voice, it sounds familiar to, to you. Um, and I will say personally in my life, um, especially doing the full uh, Bible in a year, the um, Four Streams Bible Plan, it repeats sections of the Bible, especially the New Testament, um, and then it gets you all the way through the Old Testament. Um, but I feel like filling my, my head and my heart with God's word every single day makes the Holy Spirit even more accessible to me because he can bring to mind something I have read um, and use it in any given situation. And um, it's not my words, it's the Lord's words. Um, and they're taken directly from the Bible. So I know that it is coming from him. Okay, so next you can test it against your own selfishness. Hold on, I just gotta scroll down a little bit, sorry. Um, as humans, we're naturally selfish. 
So when that voice in your head says to do the unselfish thing or to think about someone else first, that's probably the Holy Spirit. You know how it feels when a parent or a teacher encourage you, encourages you to do the right thing and you really don't want to do it? On the inside, you resist it. That little rebellious voice, that's not God. But the voice that's asking you to do what's right instead of what's easy just might be the Holy Spirit. Uh, and I've, you know, speaking to fellow believers and friends in Christ, um, that's always the truth. It's like the thing that you don't want to do is the thing that he's asking you to step out and do in faith. Um, so one final test. Does it sound like something Satan would do? I know this one's probably obvious, but if you haven't read much of the Bible, it can be easy to confuse his voice for something good. And I just want to pull that out. Satan always makes things sound good, but one of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to give you something called discernment. Basically, that means the Holy Spirit will help you recognize when something is coming from Satan instead of God. So if the voice in your head is asking you to do something that sounds a little off, but you can't quite pinpoint the reason, that's probably the Holy Spirit helping you to recognize the wrong voice. Um, and some pe sometimes people can throw God's name around like a badge and say some ridiculous and sometimes hurtful things. Don't do that. If you ever feel like God is telling you to do something that could hurt somebody else, it's probably not God. And there's actually a great bonus test we find in the book of Galatians. It talks about the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. The Holy Spirit's promptings will line up with those outcomes. Sometimes the Holy Spirit asks you to be a little more loving or patient or kind, but he'll never ask you to be the opposite of that. He'll never ask you to be impatient or hateful. Um, and the great news is that if you aim to please God, he will honor the intent of your heart and make his voice obvious. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So don't worry, when he speaks, you'll recognize him. So yes, if you are seeking to do the Lord's will, if you're seeking to obey his will, he's absolutely going to tell you how to do it. He's absolutely going to lead you and guide you. And so uh, we want to be really sensitive to his voice. And part of being sensitive is just knowing his word really well um, and understanding the character of God, which is what we find um, in the Bible. And the more you read of the Bible, the more you... Um, understand about the character of God and what is in keeping with his character and what isn't. And also you learn how to obey him. Um, so that's very important. So I'm going to set this aside and I want to start praying with you all. Um, just give me a moment to collect myself. So um, there's just a lot going on right now in the nation. Um, and it's weighing heavy on a lot of people. Um, there's a lot going on, of course, still with COVID. I don't even like to say the word anymore. It's so exhausting to me, but, um, but the Lord is in control of that as well. So, um, we're just going to kind of pray through, through those things because all, all we have really in the end is our need of the Lord. So that's where we're going to pray from, the place of need. And we just try to um, be led in prayer by the Holy Spirit um, as we go. So let's begin. Father God, thank you so much that as a church, we have the opportunity to come together and to pray 
um, to speak to you directly, to speak directly to you, our Father, by your Holy Spirit, by the leading of your Holy Spirit. Uh, thank you, Lord, um, for technology. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to connect in different and new ways that maybe we had never considered before. Um, thank you, Lord, for bringing, um, bringing your church, the big C, the body of Christ, to the forefront. Um, I feel as though you've said um, the church is no longer um, a building. And a lot of people think um, building when they hear the word church, but it's not. It's the people, the people in the building, the people who are part of the body of Christ, the precious believers that belong to the Lord. So Lord, I thank you um, that we can speak to the, the body of Christ at this time. Oh Lord, you've told us that we need to pray for our leaders. Um, we need to pray for good government, Lord, because good government keeps peace for us and allows the gospel to go forward. So Lord, tonight I pray um, for righteous leaders, Lord God. I pray for leaders who are sensitive to your, uh, your voice, to your Holy Spirit, um, whether or not they know you, Lord, that they would be sensitive um, to your leadings. Lord, that they would have a heart for righteousness and holiness, and they would see the need um, for repentance as a nation, Lord God, um, and repentance just being to turn, to turn back to you, Lord. And so, Lord, um, together as the church, Lord, we turn back to you. Uh, we repent of doing things our own way. We repent of selfishness. Lord, we repent of um, self-centeredness. And we just, we turn back to you right now and we say, Lord, lead us. Lead us forward as we go. Uh, we don't want to go if you're not going to lead us, Lord. So please just send us forward by your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for, for the church. Um, I pray specifically right now for the body of believers. Lord, awaken in them the desire for more of you. Awaken in them um, a heart to do your will and to obey your word and to seek after holiness and to seek peace and pursue it, Lord God. So Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your church. Lord, I pray that we will come together in agreement and we will begin to build each other up and not pick each other apart, Lord God, but that we would build each other up in love. Whatever we do, that we would be unified in love for you and for each other. And that would be um, our acceptable service to you, Lord God. So thank you. Um, Lord, I, I want to pray um, also for the local body, our, our, our church here, Hillcrest, our, our Hillcrest family. Lord, thank you so much for, for bringing me here. Um, I've seen amazing things. I, I see hearts filled with love and eager to serve here, Lord God, and I thank you for every one of them, for every person that chooses to call Hillcrest their home, Lord. I thank you for the things that happen behind the scene, the people that work so hard to make things happen behind the scene, like through the harvest dinner, through the construction, Lord God, just giving time freely um, in service to you and to God's people, Lord, and I thank you for them, and I thank you 
um, that I'm able to participate in that, Lord, that you've put me in this place to participate in that at this time. So Lord, I just ask that you would strengthen uh, your church family um, here at Hillcrest. Lord, begin, begin to speak directly to our hearts, each one of us. Lord, we know you don't work in isolation, um, that the thing that you have put in my heart, uh, you've also put in another person's heart and together um, these little sparks come and they uh, unite into a flame uh, that just burns brightly for you, Lord. And I just, I want that that flame for Hillcrest, Lord. And I just, I pray that your, your passion, um, the passion for, for you would rest upon this church. Oh, Lord God, um, I, I just rebuke, I bind and rebuke any division that would come against this church. Lord, any spirit of division, any spirit of gossip, backbiting, anything like that, Lord, I just rebuke that and I bind that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Um, thank you, Lord, for um, giving us the authority in the name of Jesus to um, deal with the spiritual darkness that we, that we feel around us. Lord, I thank you for your authority and for your great name, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I just want to pray specifically for the people here in this church. Lord, I just want to, I want to praise you, first of all. Thank you uh, for Fanny Matter's uh, perfect report from the doctor, Lord, um, for her knee. Lord, thank you for the work that you've done in her body, that healing work that you're doing in her body. Um, I just, she, she's seen fit to praise you, Lord, and to uh, thank you for that. So, Lord, we just rejoice with her, um, and we praise you for that. Lord, um, I lift up Hannah, um, our sister Hannah Pacheco, uh, who's just undergone a surgery um, uh, only a couple days ago, Lord, and, and even now is recovering. And uh, sometimes the surgery, the thing that we dread is, um, feels like that's going to be the hardest, but sometimes the recovery is actually the hard part, Lord. So we just pray for encouragement for her. Uh, we pray for healing for her body. Lord, we pray for strength uh, for Cody. Uh, we pray that Vinny um, will be well taken care of and he will understand. Um, and even if he doesn't understand, Lord, you will help him to know that he is still loved and secure. Um, and Lord, just encourage Hannah as she continues to heal. Uh, we praise you and we thank you for her. Um, Lord God, I wanna pray about the damage that was done during the recent storm. I mean, that was tremendous um, damage. And I can still see in my mind's eye, Lord, a, a dead tree splitting. And there were many trees that broke and split and hit hit buildings, um, hit a church, hit a garage, I mean, just hit various structures. And thankfully, no, Lord, no one was harmed. And I thank you, Lord, for protecting life um, through that, Lord God. Um, but I know of people who have extensive damage to their homes um, and are just facing the um, worrisome task of uh, repairing their homes. Uh, and so, Lord, I just ask that you be in that process, Lord, been that process of repair and that there would be funds available, provision available for repairs um, for your people. 
Lord, to uh, recover from the damage that was caused by that storm, Lord God. We thank you for that. Uh, Lord, I pray for um, a local family that isn't named but is struggling with COVID. Um, and I know that there are probably more than, there's probably more than one family connected with this church that is struggling um, and dealing with uh, the COVID virus, Lord. And I just, I ask specifically that you strengthen um, this family that was um, mentioned um, because several people have tested positive and there are um, elderly grandparents, Lord, and our concern is not just for ourselves, but it's for our family members as well and the people we love so dearly. Um, that they would be um, healthy and um, free from any any damage that this virus might cause. So Lord, we come against um, any uh, any sickness, any infirmity, Lord, that would seek to uh, break down our bodies, our physical bodies, Lord. We just ask that you um, bring healing and swift recovery in Jesus' name, just that that um, people would be able to breathe easily um, and begin to um, just feel better uh, much quickly than ex much uh, more quickly than expected. So, Lord, we thank you for that. Um, Lord, um, Kathy Welker uh, has a friend who is also sick with COVID, um, and uh, we just ask that you. You know her name, his name. I don't even know if it's a her or him, Lord, but you know who it is, Lord. So I just ask that you place your healing hand upon them, Lord. First, that you give their spirit peace because um, there is a lot of fear surrounding this virus, not just the virus itself, but a lot of fear that surrounds it, Lord. So I pray that you will, you will speak peace through that fear, Lord God, and you would also bring healing to our, our physical bodies and to their physical bodies. Um, in the powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for that. Oh, Father, um, I pray for Brooke Lehman, who is um, a friend of one of the teachers at the preschool here. Um, she was just diagnosed with cancer and is soon to begin uh, chemo treatments if she hasn't already. So Lord, I just wanna lift up Brooke before you I just bring her before you, Lord God. Um, strengthen her body. Lord, um, eradicate the cancer. Lord, destroy. We ask that you destroy either through chemo or through your supernatural healing um, any cancer cells that are growing um, out of proportion to what is natural. Lord, we just ask that you that we that you destroy that those cells, Lord, and just help her um, to stay strong through treatment. Lord, to um, be a witness to people in her strength at this really, really um, vulnerable time um, and, and, and terrifying time, to be honest, if we're honest, Lord. And I just pray that her fa family would be strengthened as well because illness takes a toll not only on the person who's experiencing the illness, but also on the family. Um, and we just pray that there would be provision there, um, there would be support there, um, and everything that she needs to um, undergo this time in her life, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, Lord Jesus, I pray for Sandy Wallbesser's brother, Bruce. Lord, you know that he doesn't know you. And um, 
it's a terrible, uh, terrifying thing to face eternity um, without the promise of you, Lord Jesus, without the promise of salvation from you. So Lord, we pray in this time um, of crisis for him that this would be the thing that would lead him to the cross, to the foot of the cross, to surrender his life, to surrender his will, to surrender everything, Lord, to you um, and to trust in you, Lord Jesus, for your salvation. We thank you for that, Lord God. Praise you, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we pray for Greg Livingston's mother, Lois, um, and for her husband, John, and for their family. Um, there's also some uh, kind of concerning health things that have been happening uh, with her. Um, and while we may not know exactly what it is, Lord, or um, perhaps we do know now, Lord, I pray that you would bring peace in the situation, you would bring strength, and that you would bring your healing, Lord, to her, um, Lord God. And I just I pray for Greg, and I pray for Amy, and I pray for the children and for their whole family, Lord, that you would just uphold them in this time. You would just surround them uh, with your peace and your love in this, this difficult time. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and all that you will do. Um, and I just invite anyone who's praying with me right now to go ahead and lift up any uh, requests that you have, um, anything that's been weighing heavy on your heart um, that you just haven't given over yet. So just um, take that moment and consider what it is that you haven't given over to the Lord. And be led right now by the Holy Spirit to um, to surrender that to Jesus. Just lay that before Him. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that right now you are speaking to the hearts of your people, that you are speaking comfort, that you are speaking truth, that you are speaking faith, encouraging faith over fear in this time, in this uncertain time, Lord God. Um, Lord, whatever we see, um, whatever uh, we see happening in the world and in our lives, Lord, is all in your hand. Um, is all under your control and Lord sometimes the difficult part for us is recognizing that that's exactly how it is as you worked in the life of Job as you worked in the life of the disciples and the apostles and even at the most trying times of persecution Lord that your spirit was the comforter the advocate um, just speaking peace and speaking boldness and speaking faith in the midst of that fear so Lord, I just ask that for, for your, your body. I ask that for this church. Lord, I ask that for anyone joining who is not part of the church. I pray that they would find um, a church to be connected to, um, whether it's here or somewhere else. But Lord, they would seek to be part of the family of believers um, that are meant to uh, build up and encourage one another. And Lord, I thank you for that gift because you knew, Lord, that we would need one another. Um, in this time, we would need to pray for each other and to talk to each other and encourage each other. 
So Lord, I just, I pray and I thank you for that. And I pray that more of that would be happening, Lord God, uh, that we would be unified at this time. And Lord, if there's anything else um, that we haven't prayed about that you want us to pray for, I just ask that you bring that to mind now. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. One thing, um, Lord, you've uh, impressed upon me the holiday. Um, it's a holiday that looks not unlike um, any other holiday before it. And there's going to be a lot of uh, feelings surrounding Thanksgiving and also Christmas, Lord God. And I just, I ask for, for peace, for strength, and for faith in this time for your people, Lord. I ask that um, your Holy Spirit would be with each person that is listening to my voice now and each person that belongs to your family of believers, Lord God, and that your Holy Spirit would begin to work on the hearts of those that don't know you, um, Lord, that uh, have never even shown an interest in you, have never even thought of God and what that might mean and what God means to them. Um, but Lord, you would start to um, awaken uh, their hearts to a knowledge of you and that eventually they would come to a saving knowledge. And I, ah, oh, yes, I pray for that for our families as we get together at Thanksgiving, um, that we would be um, good witnesses to our families. And um, even if we can't be together, Lord, that we would be praying for our family members, especially those that do not know you that we would feel bold enough to lift them up before you and pray in faith that, that they would come to know you. Oh, I thank you for that, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Precious Lord, we just, we praise you and we thank you that we can come to you with everything, with all of our, our burdens, Lord. And, and you say to us, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy my burden is light and if we are willing to give that over and we're willing to um, give that to you lord god that you will take it in your capable hands so we praise you and i thank you lord god that you've done that this night um i just ask that you be with us through the week to come and through the weeks to come lord god as you promise to be that you will never leave us or forsake us in any way that we would have that assurance, that very real assurance, not just as head knowledge, Lord, but as heart knowledge, and that we would feel that very um, tangible presence of your Holy Spirit with us. We ask all of this in the precious and mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, thank you guys. Um, I hope you feel uplifted. I hope you feel encouraged. Um, if you have prayer requests, please don't hesitate to email those, to call a church. Um, I feel like you probably have the number by now, so I'm not going to recite that, but um, don't hesitate. If you want prayer, um, if you want um, to bring someone else before the church to, to be prayed for, there are so many people here that are willing to pray and even pray with you if you need. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, no, you're not alone. You're not alone because you belong to the family of Christ, but you're also not alone because the Lord himself is with you. So I just ask that the Lord bless you this night um, and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Thank you guys. Have a good night.